This is Spin Control, a Fibercraft podcast by a joyful girl. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spin Control, episode 96, Reverse Engineering. This, of course, is your host, Shiloh. Thank you all so much for joining me for this episode, and I suppose we should kick it all off with some updates. I just want you all to know that despite the fact that I am unemployed and how strange that makes me feel, I am loving my life right now. I have had some opportunities to do a few things. Uh, that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do if I was working full-time. So I had a last-minute invite to head off to Moab, Utah with my brother and spend a very long weekend, four days, uh, jeeping and riding around in the mountains and just loving the beautiful weather and the scenery out there. And I certainly would not have been able to do that if I had to work on the Friday or Monday. So that was awesome. I really enjoyed that. We had a lot of fun It was a nice break from, you know, worrying about everything in the house and money and all that garbage. I had a blast and I'm really glad I got the chance to do that. And in addition, I have some upcoming travel that I'd like to talk to you about. It's not far. It's about 130 miles from here. I will be off to Estes Park, Colorado for the Estes Park Wool Market um, in about two weeks. So that's June 7th through 10th is when I'll be there. Because I'm unemployed, I will have the opportunity to take a class with Maggie Casey, and I'm pretty excited about that. The class is called A Fleece Followed Me Home, and it's really about processing fleece. It's a two-day course, actually, on processing fleece and everything you can possibly imagine. I have been faking my way through that, so I think it'll be really good for me to actually get some uh, formal education on how to do it properly. I think there's four or five different kinds of preparation, long and short, wools, fine, etc. So that'll be cool. And then after class is done on Friday, I'll be hanging out with the knit girls from my current knit group and that'll be awesome. And then visiting the wool market on Saturday and Sunday. So I'm pretty excited about that. Another opportunity that I wouldn't have if I was employed full time. Um, I'm just loving my life. Like I get to do things on my own schedule. I get to take care of my family, which is an opportunity I haven't had before, and it's pretty nice. I'm enjoying it thoroughly, and I'm pretty excited about what the future has to hold. In additional updates, I guess I've got some progress on the house to report. Most everything is unpacked. There are a handful of straggler boxes here and there that we haven't actually identified, you know, a home for the contents. We haven't hung any pictures or artwork or anything like that, so that stuff's all still boxed up, and we'll get to that soon, I'm sure. We have also been doing some work on the outside of the property. For example, last weekend in the rain and the cold, we moved about 13 tons of dirt to rebuild the front portion of the property outside of the barn. So the poor horse that we acquired had like an 18 inch step down out of his barn. And the previous owners like just didn't do anything to mitigate water and erosion and things like that so we're building it back up so it's safer and it can accommodate future animals so here's the dealio we have a two-stall barn we have a single horse we are in the process of acquiring two alpaca we have a local alpaca breeder his name 
is Peter. He owns a business called Wild Hair Alpaca, which is like two miles from our house. And he is just an amazing breeder and the disposition of his herd is amazing. And some of his animals are, well, no, all of his animals are super sweet, but some of his animals have a personality that we think would be amazing to have at our property. So right now we have two animals selected and we are working to get the barn ready to receive a couple of alpaca. Our goal is to have up to four. It depends on the personality and disposition of the original two. So I already have a third picked out, but I'm not sure if the boy is going to go for that. His name is Wrangler and he is a beautiful fleece. So even though we have picked them out and we have like a contract pending, as soon as the barn is ready and our silly HOA approves the acquisition of the alpaca, we will have alpaca on our property. But until then, we still get to hang out. Like once a month, Wild Hair Alpaca has an open farm day so anyone can come out and visit and... You know, they show you around the herd and they'll hang out and tell you anything and everything you could possibly want to know. We actually just started shearing season. So last Sunday, the boy and I spent the entire day with the folks at Wild Hair Alpaca uh, shearing our two alpaca plus three more of their herd. So that was pretty awesome. And I was pretty excited about that. And I got to bring all the fleece home. <laughs> so I have two relatively large bags of alpaca fleece that I got to, you know, seashorn and then sort through with uh, Peter's wife, Barbara, and we sorted it and bagged it, and it's pretty awesome. And in the near future, I will tell you all about that fleece, and I'm pretty excited about it. That was a nice little fleece acquisition that made me pretty happy. So that's pretty much, hmm, I guess the only other house update I've got going is that the craft room is coming along. I've got like all this stuff that I used to have on a pegboard that I don't currently have on a pegboard because I don't have a mounted pegboard, but I've got all the stuff I need, equipment, screws, all that stuff to mount the pegboard. And I'm hoping by the end of this coming weekend, the boy and I will have mounted that and I will be ready to get some organization going in the craft room. So everything is put away and I can start working in there. It makes me happy. I'm ready to sew. I've got some bag ideas that are making me happy. Well, that's just about all I've gotten updates. So I guess it's time to get this podcast started. This week, I am all spun up about a totally functional Louette spinning wheel. Yes, the parts for my Louette Victoria S96 arrived about two weeks ago, and it took me only about 20 minutes to take the old broken crossbar off and reattach the new crossbar that connects the two treadles. Super happy. So my girl, my Louette Victoria, is back at 100% and ready to spin. And I couldn't be more overjoyed. I was really glad that I held out for the right part and got that all taken care of. And I really, really, it took forever. It really did take forever. And I feel so bad for the folks at the Woolery, where I ordered it from, because like every quarter I'd send an email and be like, hey, How's it coming? And like she felt awful that it was taking so long, but it was totally, totally out of their control. And I really just want to give a great shout out to Nancy over at the Woolery and the folks at the Woolery who made it possible for me to get this part. It was totally out of their control that it took so long. And I just felt really horrible. And I wanted to thank them for being good sports and putting up with me for as long as it took because 
Well, I didn't email like weekly or anything because that would have been awful and harassing. It was like once a quarter. I would exchange messages with Nancy and she was a super great sport and wonderful and such great customer service. I love the folks over there, which is why I ordered the part through them because I just knew that they would take care of me. Thank you all at the Woolery for that. And I'm just so excited that my Louette Victoria is back at 100%. And now it's on to spinning my wheels. So I would say that I have been a little bit more productive in the last couple of weeks than I had in previous episodes. Um, where to start? Sewing. So about two weeks ago, I got a text from my brother, Bob. We'll call him Bob the engineer. So Bob the engineer called me and he's like, oh no, he texted me. And he was like, sewing emergency, must repair hockey gear, which is hilarious. So my nephew is a 13-year-old hockey player, and he is rapidly outgrowing and wearing out his uh, protective equipment. So part of one of the straps on his monkey suit, he is a goalie, which is the protective padding that goes underneath his jersey, like that protects his shoulder and his chest and all that from pucks. Uh, he ripped one of the straps on it. And we are rolling, like rolling up now on the competitive tryout season. So my brother was freaking out because my nephew had like a whole day of hockey stuff going on the following day and he needed me to repair the monkey suit. So that forced me to get my sewing machine completely set up. Literally, it was a five minute repair. I swapped out the thread for some heavy duty nylon black thread that I had from repairing something else for my brother and did like four passes over this strap onto the monkey suit so that it was secure. It was really simple, but it did force me to get my sewing machine set up, which is awesome. So now that's totally ready to use and I'm excited about that. So I got to test out like the placement of my table in my craft room and whether or not that's gonna be the best place for me to have my sewing machine. So that was cool. And I'm pretty pleased with the sewing table and what I've got in there for a stool right now. So that's awesome. And that's all, but that's all the sewing I've done. I have been contemplating some new bags and pouches because you know how I feel. I just, so I'll probably sit down and like sew a hundred of these little bags because I think it's cool and I like the process. So that's kind of what I got going on. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks, once I get the pegboard up and get all that stuff organized, I can dive into that. I know that if I dive deep into sewing and don't have the craft room set up first, like it'll never get set up. So I'm really trying to hold off until it's 100% set up and ready to go. And that's where I am on sewing. In knitting. So I finished my Jack socks and they fit perfectly and I love them and they're super comfy. Awesome. Like I said, I used Crazy Monkey Socks by Crazy Monkey Creations. It's a super, whatever her base is, it's super squishy and wonderful and I really enjoyed that knit and it makes me happy. And since then, so Mary, yes, Mary, if you're listening, Mary, knit admin on, I think, just about everything, social media-wise and Ravelry, was an enabler. She cast on a pair of socks with this yarn that we both had in our stash from like a bajillion years ago. I think it was 2011 or maybe 2010, as long as we've had it. So the yarn is No Maker's House Gnome Sock in the colorway No Place Like Gnome. And it was a large batch dye she did for the Camp Kip retreat. And it's just been sitting in my stash like a long time ago. So it was a deep dive to get that yarn out. 
because I saw Mary knitting on hers and it just made me super, super happy. And I wanted nothing more than to join her in the adventure. So I cast on a pair of Hermione's everyday socks for myself. Uh, that's a pattern. It's like a, that's also like a way back flashback sock pattern from Erica Louder. And I'm really enjoying that. And that, the base that No Makers uses is even squishier than the previous socks. So I'm really happy. I'm not making, I was going to say I'm not making another pair of Jack socks, but we'll get to that in a second. So I cast that on for myself. It's kind of been a casting on Frenzy for like the last week and a half. So that makes me happy. I also cast on a pair of secret socks for the boy. I'm using some box store Peyton's Croy Sock yarn in the colorway Flax to knit him a pair of Jack socks. They're super easy and I don't even have to think about it. I don't even have to look at the pattern. So I can knit those when he's not looking and don't have to carry like a pattern around or anything like that. So I'm excited. So you should have seen his poor little face when he saw me casting on the Hermione's everyday sock with the no makers color because he's like, oh, I take it those aren't for me. And he was all pitiful and sad. So I had to secretly cast on a pair of socks for him because he made me feel just a little bit guilty. So now I've got two pairs of socks on the needles at the same time, which I never do. So we'll see how that goes. In addition, I have got the yarn all pulled out and the pattern printed for the Eco Vest by Katie Hamelberg. That was originally published in 2010 in Interweave's Knitting Green. It's now a free pattern through Interweave. And it's just this cute little vet layering vest. And I'm getting pretty excited about that. I'm making that in Eco Wool, so that should be nice. I have a, a ton of Eco Wool left over from when I made my uh, lion neck cardigan a bajillion years ago. It's a, like I have all this deep dive stash stuff going on and it's kind of nice like digging through my stash. I had seen all the yarn and re-fell in love with all this yarn that I had in my stash from when I was organizing it and putting it all away. It makes me happy. I'm progressing pretty well on that. All right. What else do I want to say about spinning my wheels? What I want to say, I think I want to close spinning my wheels with the exclamation that having the appropriate tools for a job is great. So now that I've got all my stuff back, I'm pretty excited. So when I finished my my pair of Jack socks and I went to uh, Kitchener the Toe, I actually had a darning egg in my stuff that I could use when I was Kitchenering the Toe. And it made it so much easier than faking it. It was awesome. I'm so glad I had that. And then when I went to cast on the... Hermione's everyday sock, I was able to use my Swift and a ball winder to get the yarn ready to go. So previously, the the past like two pair of socks, I was like using my knees like instead of a Swift and winding them by hand. Not that that's difficult. It's just much easier when you have the right tools. So I'm pretty stoked about having all the right tools at my disposal to get my crafting stuff together and done and execute some of this stuff. So that makes me pretty happy. All right, that's all I've got. I'm spinning my wheels. In this edition of Spin a Tale, I'm going to tell you a little story about my reverse engineering plan. Uh, it occurred to me that I have time on my hands, that I can do whatever I want with. So I am plotting and planning to reverse engineer some of my favorite store-bought items into knit patterns. And we will see if I can actually get this accomplished. So I have a pair 
I say so, so much. I have a pair of socks in my head. I have a favorite sweater that is seen better days that I decided I'm going to reverse engineer and re-knit myself a new one. I also have not a couple of favorite shirts that are not knit, but I would like to turn them into knit patterns and redesign those because I absolutely love them. And the more often I wear them, the, the harder beating they take. So I've decided that I should probably try to recreate them so that I have the love in my closet all the time. So that's a venture I plan to take on over the next few weeks is re-engineering some of my favorite store-bought items so that they do not fall apart while I still love them. So that's what I've got plotting and planning right now. I've got the time. I might as well use it because, you know, once I start working full-time, I will not have the time on my hands that I do now to do these kind of things. So I am so looking forward to that. Um, and I will keep you posted on that as we progress. And if it proves fruitful, I will try to write the patterns down and make them available. I think that would be pretty awesome. So keep your fingers crossed for me that I can effectively, efficiently, and successfully re-engineer some of my favorite store-bought items. It looks like it is time to spin off another episode of Spin Control. Thank you all so very much for tuning in. I really appreciate your continued support. If you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for giving me a listen. And I hope that you are enjoying what you hear. I am going to make sure I take great notes and great pictures and post lots of stuff on social media about my time at Estes Park and some of the other travels and fun things I've got going on over these weeks. The song that's leading us out this week is Joyful Girl by Ani DeFranco. To get all the details about this episode and all the past episodes, you can get the show notes at spincontrolpodcast.com. Catch me on Ravelry as a Joyful Girl. Follow me on Twitter as a Joyful Girl Maid. Or catch me on Instagram as Forever Handmaid. Thanks again, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Do it for the joy it brings. Cause I am a joyful girl. Cause the world owes me nothing. We owe each other the world. And I do it cause it's the least I can do. I do it cause I learned it from you And I do it just because I want to Cause I want to And everything I do is judged And I mostly get it wrong not budge and the woman who lives there can tell the truth from the stuff that they say she looks me in the eye says would you prefer the easy way no well okay then don't cry
Thank you. 